Well, we just came through the Thanksgiving holiday. Actually, it was less less than a week ago that Thanksgiving was here. God says, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we are so grateful to be here in the church tonight. We know there's a great falling away in this hour. And we know that even many of the churches that may be open on Sundays or Sunday night, they teach false gospels. They have a false salvation. And it's, uh, it's a sign of the times, Lord, and we, we know that it is. But it's a joy to our hearts, Lord, to be able to come to, to down here to our church, gather together, pray and sing and worship. And we just pray tonight that you'll encourage our hearts we pray that uh, there's, there's so many things that have been mentioned on the prayer list and, and help us not to be overwhelmed with it. Help us just to pray according to your will. And we pray especially for those who have been mentioned tonight that you'll work in their lives and raise them up according to your will. Be with their doctor's visits and, and just... Um, Again, bless our time together tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. First Thessalonians 5.18 In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. This is God's will concerning you and it's something very personal between you and God giving thanks for this is the will of God concerning you and me and he says that in everything give thanks not just at thanksgiving because that's the time of the Thanksgiving holiday, and that's what we should do. Every day should be a Thanksgiving day in the life of the child of God. And what's more important to the believer, especially in this wicked times that we live in, what's more important than knowing and doing God's will? There's nothing more important. The word unthankful is found only twice in the Bible. And one of them, if you want to turn there, is in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6 and verse 35. Luke 6, 35. And it says... But, but love 
But love ye your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great. And ye shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. We read also, if you'll turn over to Second Timothy, chapter 3. We read it, verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Perilous is, you can find it if you want to, you know, words are, um, I like to search out the original words. This is word 5467, perilous. This know also that in the last day, perilous times will come. That word means furious. It means fierce. The fierce times, the difficult, furious, perilous times that we live in, it's a sure sign that we're living in the very end of this age. And also there's signs everywhere, apostate churches using Christian rock music, using lights and all this nonsense. They use corrupt Bible versions. And those can only result in corrupt doctrine, which that's also a sign of the times, corrupt doctrine. So in these days, we need to read and study God's word daily with thanksgiving. In Psalm 90, we read this, that the days of our years are threescore and ten. And perhaps by strength, they may be fourscore. And It says, yet it is soon cut off. Our life is soon cut off and we fly away. Life is very fleeting. It's very fleeting. And there's so much in this world that we can do that's interesting. But the, the thing that we need to be doing is God's will, not our will. God's will because it says of our years it's soon to be cut off and we fly away and he went on to say so teach us to number our days I wonder how often we do that teach us to number our days why that we may apply our hearts 
That word apply in the Strong's, it means to employ, to, to give our hearts to wisdom, that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. To give our hearts to Christ, who the Bible says is the wisdom of God. Christ is the wisdom of God. The psalmist said in Psalm 39 and verse 4, Lord, make me to know mine end. We know a lot of things in life. We experience a lot of things. We see a lot of things. But the psalmist David said, Lord, make me to know mine end. And the measure of my days, what it is. And in the next verse, Psalm 39, 5, he says, The Lord has made our days as a hand breath. And by the way, the word hand breath, it doesn't mean like it actually says in the Strong's Concordance. It's not your fingers it's just the spread of your hands. The Lord has made our days as a hand breath. On the face of eternity, it's but a, a speck. It doesn't seem like that to us, but it's just a speck. And one of my favorite verses, we all have many, many favorite verses. One of mine is... Isaiah 26, 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. He believes in thee. We would do well not to confuse our will with God's will. The Christian life, the, if you're a believer, and I'm assuming many here are, maybe not everyone, God knows. But we would do well not to confuse our will with God's will. The Christian life is not about self-seeking or self-promotion. It's not about anything that feeds the self-life. The self-life has to die every day. As we read in the words of the Apostle Paul, I die daily. We die to that old man. We die to that old nature. We put it to death. And we allow the life of Christ to live in us. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. It's interesting how, and we're all guilty of it, our, we can just, you know, 
like a butterfly, go over here and go over there and just, that looks interesting and uh, uh, I think I'd like to go do this and just, we're like a butterfly, just. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 and 7, we read, Be careful for nothing. That word careful means anxious. It's so easy to get anxious in this life. We all do it about many, many things. But God says don't do that. Don't be anxious. Be careful for nothing. Why? Because God is in control of everything. Everything in your life, he knows all about it. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. We ask brothers and sisters in the church to pray for us, family members. But God says, in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And if we do that, God promises something. He says that if we do that, he says that the peace of God which passes understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. These are just these are just down to earth thoughts. And they tied in to me with thanksgiving. Peter said in his first epistle in chapter 1 and verse 17, he said, If you call on the Father, who without respect of persons judges according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. And if you call on the Father, who without respect of person judges according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. We don't want to one day soon step out of this world into eternity and stand before the bima, the judgment seat, and find out that we really weren't doing as much as we could have been doing. But the Lord comforts us. He's the Spirit of God is the comforter, and so is the Lord. He said in Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10. Fear thou not, 
fear thou not, for I am with thee. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Be not dismayed, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. You know, as I read that verse, and all of these were just wonderful, comforting. But as I read it, I believed it as, as though Christ was sitting in the same room saying, fear, don't fear, fear thou not. I'm with thee. I'm with thee. I'm not off somewhere far away. I am with thee. I'm thy God. I will strengthen thee. If we only knew how weak creatures we are, our strength has to be in the Lord. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. God will help you. He'll strengthen you. He said, I will uphold you with the, right, with the right hand of my righteousness. There's nothing to be fearful about. You don't have to be fearful. God said that. Fear thou not. You don't have to be fearful. Don't get all dismayed about what's going on. You, you don't have to do that. God said it. He said, be not dismayed. I'm with thee. I'm thy God. He said, I will uphold you. That's a very thanksgiving message to me. That that's, that's, fits right into this thanksgiving. That's what thanksgiving is really about. In Psalm 61 and verse 2, it says, From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. That's Christian living. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. Life can get overwhelming, certainly. And it does in some form and fashion to all of us. It did to the psalmist, David.
But he said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. He said, for thou hast been a shelter for me and my strong tower from the enemy. That's who we need to flee to when we're overwhelmed, when we're fearful. We need to flee to the rock that is higher than us. But don't forget this, though. Don't, don't lose this because it will help you. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians, we, we, we saw this, in everything, yes, everything. When God tells you or me in, in everything, he means everything. He wouldn't have said that if he did. If he, did. he said in everything. Give thanks. In everything. Give thanks. And you know, if we, when we do that, and I'm sure we've all experienced it to some degree, you can never run out of things to give thanks about. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Oh, God, what is your will? What about this, God? What about that? Earlier I said the word unthankful appears twice in the Bible. If you'll turn... Well, we read the one about in Luke. Or did we? Luke 6.35. Let's look at that one. If we did, let's look at it again. again. Luke Yeah, we did, but let's look at it again. Well, let's go up to verse 32, start verse 32. If you love them which love you, what thank have ye? Sinners also love those that love them. Sinners do that. If you do good to them which do good to you, what thank have you? Sinners also do even the same. If you lend to them of whom you hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. 
Verse 35, he says, but love your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great. And you shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. God is, God is, thank, God is kind to evil people. It says it right there. And so he says, so be ye therefore merciful as your father also is, in, is merciful. The second place the word of unthankful appears, and there's only two of them in the Bible, two, two, two places where the word unthankful appears. The second one is in the New Testament in 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse, verse 2. Well, let's start off with verse 1. 2 Timothy 3, 1. This know also that in the last days perilous, difficult, dangerous times shall come. And we're, we're living in those days. It's dangerous, especially in these big woke cities all over the country. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unthankful, and unholy. That's the times that we're living in. But you know what? Of all the of all the places since the Garden of Eden that God could have put us, He put us here in this day, in this time, to serve Him. But there's a lot of unthankfulness in the world. Man's always been unthankful since the fall. And it's only the saved people who have repented of their sins. They've, they've turned away from their sins. They're, they're sorry about their sins and they acknowledge it to the Lord. And they, they trust Jesus Christ to be their, their Savior. They overcome th unthankfulness. That's not to mean that they, ne they never are unthankful, but as a way of life, they're not. Any believer walking in the flesh and not in the spirit can commit the sin of being unthankful. And we all are guilty of that at times. But we have God's help in overcoming unthankfulness and pride and every other sin. We're not perfect yet. But we can live and walk in fellowship with God and with his son, as well as with fellow believers. 
It's God's will that we do that. Turn to Luke chapter 8. And let's look at verse 40. Luke chapter 8 and verse 40. And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, he was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. For he had one only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a-dying. But as he went, the people thronged him. And a woman having an issue of blood 12 years which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. This woman, she came up behind the Lord Jesus in, in a great throng of people. She came up behind the Lord Jesus and she touched just the border. All she, all she did is she touched the border of his garment. And immediately, her issue of blood, of blood stanched. And Jesus said, who touched me? And when all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee. And press thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceived that virtue has gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him. And how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Now, turn over just a few pages in, in the Gospel of Luke to, to chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. Reading at verse 11. Luke 17, verse 11. 
And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. This was the best day in their lives, these 10 men. They never had a day like this one. He he healed them. As As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them fell down at his face and giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering, verse 17, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There there are not found that return to give glory to God save this stranger. And Jesus said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. I believe both the woman with the issue of blood and, and this this leper, I believe both of them were healed not only physically but spiritually. He said, thy faith hath made thee whole. But what was really interesting to me is, is the nine. The nine. Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger who was a Samaritan, kind of the outcast to the the Jews. I wondered in my mind about what did those... They got healed. They, they, it says they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. I wondered. I just can't imagine what. I was trying to think what, what kind of thoughts were going through their heads. They might have thought, well, now I can go back and see my family or but the word whole they were made whole that's the same greek word as used with the woman with the issue of blood they were they were this this one was made whole by his faith <clears throat> 
physically and spiritually. I thought that was my last note card, but it wasn't. I found one more. You know, the, the big question with those lepers, why, why, why did the other, why didn't the other ones turn back? It, it may reflect upon the, the answer to the question, are there many that be saved? Lord, are there many that be saved? He said, straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life. And few, not some, not a lot, few there be that find it. Straight is the gate, narrow is the way that leadeth unto life. And that way is Christ. And few there be that find it. But broad is the road and wide is the gate that leadeth unto destruction. And many, many there be that go in thereat. But again, the verse, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. God may say, no. God may say, yes. God may say, not now. But our responsibility is by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving to, to make, let our request be made known unto God. And the following verse in Philippians chapter 4 says this, And the peace of God, will, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And the peace of God, which passes, passeth understanding. The Strong's Greek dictionary word for passeth, it means in the peace of God, which is, it, it means it's superior. It's something better or higher or more supreme. The peace of God, which which passes understanding, is higher than Understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I really enjoyed just looking through my Bible and studying it and coming up with this message. It was a blessing to me. I hope it was to you. Let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you again for this time in your house with your word and with your people. And Lord, we pray that as the days grow uh, more and more perilous, we pray that you'll put a, a, very, a very special, unusual uh, love in our hearts for your people so that we can pray one for another so that we can come to your house and worship around your word and sing your praises. Uh, 
And we just pray that you'll work in every family here tonight and all the other families and every individuals in the family and just bless us in the days ahead. And we pray this in our Savior's name. Amen.